Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jedekin. Desi. Do, do, do. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> there is hot sauce all over my computer right now. Oh, really? Yeah, we were little piggies tonight. <laughs> We were watching TV together and eating dinner. Yes. There's hot sauce everywhere. Oh, my God. I know. That's uh, bad. But, uh, yeah, so I happened upon a Reddit board (laughs) that I thought would make a fun episode for today, and that was um, cast member horror stories from Disneyland. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. Rachel, there are, like, thousands of of stories on Reddit boards from Disneyland and Disney World and Epcot Center cast members. These are not ghosts or hauntings or like what we've covered before. These are just everyday horrors that these cast members have to see and deal with, with um, guests, park guests. Do they talk about stroller moms, aggressive stroller moms? There's some of that, but obviously I have a specific focus. I'm very interested <laughs> And revolting, disgusting, and sex-related incidents. Oh. So there are some. I just saw this one right before. um, I kind of had to shut myself down at some point because it's like, you know what I mean? There was just too many. But then I saw this one. So I'll just start with this one because it was really funny. So this guy is telling a story about how at Disneyland... Where he, when he was working, they would have code names for certain incidents. For instance, Baloo meant there was blood that needed to be cleaned up. Baloo? Baloo. Like, like the, the character. Like the bear, Baloo. Yes, Baloo. So he said that one day he was strolling around um, and he spotted, he spotted a small boy about two years old taking a massive dump right in the middle of the play area. That's he, not blood. No, this is. there's more. He said... The boy saw him and started to cry and ran away with no clothing on the lower half of his body. So this boy just took a shit, and now he's running around naked in the playground at Disneyland. This guy got on the radio, and he couldn't think of what to say because he they had never discussed a code for human feces in the play area with a naked kid running around. So he called in, I have a code poo situation in the play area and piglets on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> Piglet. Piglet. I mean, that is very Piglet. Does Piglet have pants? No, Piglet doesn't have pants. No. So that's a very accurate code. I mean, I think they should incorporate that into the system. I I think that's great. So he just came up with that on the fly. Yeah. I mean, I think I I told the story about um, Tigger. There's a honeypot. Someone spilled honey on the tracks or something like yes, that. Yes. So they do have all these stupid, annoying, character-driven codes there. Well, we talked about on our first episode of The Dark Side of Disneyland way back in back in the day when we did that episode. Uh, go listen to it if you haven't yet. But on that episode, we talked about how they say protein spill Yes, means puke. Right. Well, I have some more codes coming. Great. So I, apparently they they shift these codes. They're not all the same all the time. I guess it oh. depends who's working 
maybe what era it is. That's like very secret agent. Now, this is like one of my favorite things about Disneyland. I've probably mentioned this is like you can literally see families coming apart at the seams. It's such a stressful trip because it's so expensive. I think a lot of people spend a lot of money and they want it to be a perfect day. And it's almost impossible not for it to be stressful if you have small kids. (laughs) I had to get stitches in my face. One time when I was a young, small child. Oh, really? At Disneyland, yes. What did you do? I stabbed a pen in my eye. Jesus, Rachel. Well, <laughs> I was, I was, we were at the Disneyland hotel, my mom and my dad and me, and my grandparents were like in the next room at the hotel and I was jumping on the bed and I had a pen in my hand oh. and my parents didn't see cause they were mm-hmm. probably fucking exhausted right. after spending the day at Disneyland with their three-year-old and I stabbed it in my eye and I had to go to the hospital. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. So that must have been a really, I just think back, like that must have been so stressful for my parents. It's such a, I just always see these families and it's just like, it's, you can just see it happening. The meltdowns, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's early in the day too. And you're like, oh my God, you're going to be here nine more hours with this. Right. Um, so this one was sort of funny to me. This guy said that he used to work at the kitchen near Cinderella's castle. So this is in Florida. Yes. When a family of four came in for their dinner, he said that about halfway through the dinner, the husband stood up and tapped his glass for attention. At that point, he announced that his wife of 15 years had been cheating on him for over a year. The entire place stood still in shock. He then motioned for his kids to pay the waitress and left the wife crying at the table. This guy, I can see why the wife probably cheated on him. Uh, yeah. Because that is uh, insane. Talk about making it all about you, dude. At Disneyland, like ruining everyone's good time. Well, I mean, if I was just an <laughs> observer, that would be the highlight of my oh, trip. Oh, that would have been like an amazing trip. But yeah. his poor children. Well, other people aren't as fun as us. So they would have been like, this is terrible. My children had to hear this. Now I have to tell them about divorce <laughs> and what cheating is. Now, here were two funny uh, celebrity sightings that these people had at Disneyland. One person said that he was uh, at Disneyland in in Anaheim on Tom Sawyer Island, where he saw a man with a red knee-length coat on and a fur-edged hood running around Tom Sawyer Island. That person was Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Can you imagine... Being on Tom Sawyer Island and seeing Michael Jackson running around playing, that would be demented. That sounds like a hallucination. He said that he heard a mom say, there's Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) And then the kid just looked at him in awe. And then a a crowd noticed him and swarmed him. So then other Disney uh, employees had to come and whisk him away. I need to know what era of Michael Jackson this is. Seriously? (laughs) I have no idea. That's very important to the story. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like, are we talking Jackson 5? No, it was when he was older. Oh, okay. It's older. But still, there are certain eras I need to know. Yes. Are we talking bad? Look, if they're on Reddit, I'm assuming it's probably a later stage Michael Jackson. Late stage Michael Jackson. I doubt people on Reddit, they're probably younger, leaning younger. So, yeah, I mean... It's it's not thriller Michael Jackson we're talking about. And I'm guessing it's post like 
dangerous even probably like right uh another funny celebrity sighting (laughs) this guy says he'll never forget that moment and it's like duh like any (laughs) michael jackson sighting is probably incredible yeah uh, because it's just so weird like there's never a normal michael jackson (laughs) sighting i'm guessing never um so another time this person said he was in tomorrowland uh by a burger stand (laughs) And he sat down to eat like he's on his lunch break, eating a burger with his friend. And he he saw Terry Crews <laughs> and he said, hey, look, it's President Camacho. <laughs> All of a sudden, every woman around raised their head and started looking and running over there. He then quickly buried his head and got onto his iPhone to ignore everyone. He's like, I felt bad. <laughs> I, I don't know who President Camacho is. Idiocracy. That's Terry Crews is in that. Yeah. Okay. I completely. I haven't seen that movie in so long. But I was like, it sounds familiar. I just can't remember what that was from. Um, okay. So this one uh, is takes place on Big Thunder Mountain. So this park employee said one day a kid had probably eaten a bunch of pasta with marinara and then promptly threw it all up in front of the entrance to Big Thunder Mountain. It was a huge pile of watery barf, easily two feet wide and three feet long. So I called custodial to set up and set up a couple of trash cans to do our best to block the area off so people wouldn't step in it. This dude, wearing all white, of course, comes running down the path from the exit of the ride to try to get back into the line as soon as he could. We tried to yell at him to stop running, but it was too late. He thought he would be a super cool guy and jump between the trash cans. He didn't count on there being a river of barf at the other side. So he jumps, lands in the barf, and his legs slip out from under him. He falls and rolls into the red marinara barf. It took him a few seconds to comprehend what had happened, but he eventually let out a blood-curling scream. <laughs> That's awful. So, but there's something so funny about some showboating guy trying to jump over the garbage cans and then slipping on a banana peel, basically. <laughs> cut, cut to 40 minutes later, this guy's walking through Main Street, USA, decked out in head-to-toe Disney gear. Oh, dude, I've had to buy things at Disney. <laughs> Dude, I have like, I bought like the ugliest shoes I've ever owned in my life because I was getting a blister from the ones I wore. So I was like, I have to get something that it's like not this hitting me at that exact mark. I have bought some hideous things there. No, it's awful. Um, Okay, our next story. Wait a second. Where did I? I got lost. No, that's good. Okay. So this guy was a safari driver at the Kilimanjaro Safari Attraction in Animal Kingdom, which is in Orlando. He said that they had an elephant in the safari named Willie. Now, Willie, he said, was an exhibitionist. One day he was driving the safari through like the animals, I guess. I've never been to that. Have you? Is this a real elephant? Yes. You know what Animal Kingdom is, right? They have real animals? They have real animals. It's a separate park and it's like... It's like a safari, like a wildlife zoo, but it's like you're on these like rides that go through the safari. So it's like you're on this African safari type Are the animals just out and about? Yes. Yeah. What if they charge you? Well, it's, they have like, you're, the um, carts you're going through are, there's like fences and stuff, so they can't come at you, but they get really close. Whoa. Yeah. I've never actually been to it, but I have like seen about it. Now, at some point, a kid on the um, train or like the whatever the things are, yells out, Mommy, the elephant has five legs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said he looked and he said, there was Willie with his five foot long dick just swaying in the Florida breeze. Did you know elephants had big dicks? I mean, it's not surprising, Desi. It's not surprising. He said he had to turn his mic, mic off because he was laughing so hard. <laughs> it must be really hard to be an employee at Disneyland and have to keep your like 
keep like wholesome. Cast members are incredible. I don't understand how they do it because I would laugh at everything. It's an insane. There's just even as an, when you go as a guest, you're just seeing hilarious things from top. Like that's why I do love Disneyland. I like all the rides, and obviously there's an nostalgia. But it, you just see the most insane <laughs> things that you've never seen before <laughs> in your life, and the people are just like incredible. Yeah. Like it's a such a mixture of people, and and like I said before, and everyone's slightly on edge. <laughs> Did I tell you about the ladies I saw at Disneyland? Like. I don't know, eight years ago, I was there in like 2012. And um, there were these two older women with to- with Karen haircuts. Like they had the, oh. I, they had like the, like age 60 and up Karen haircut. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, it, like real frosted. And they were both riding on matching hover rounds. Oh. Like red hover rounds. And they both had matching puff paint t-shirts on nice and one of them and on the back one of them said Thelma and the other one said Louise I love these people I have a picture of them oh that's incredible like (laughs) these were the most incredible people I've ever seen in my life I love it I would love to know what the baddest thing they've ever done was (laughs) you know it was bad you know it was fucked up Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash H-C-S. So this guy who wrote this little story, he worked at Space Mountain. He said that one time a woman tried to load uh, or go on a ride, the Space Mountain ride, and as she was going onto the cart, she was holding a large black duffel bag. He said as he was helping her get on the cart, he heard something come from the bag and he asked her to open it. She refused. He finally had security come and forced them to open the bag and inside was a six-month-old baby. (laughs) Come on. Wait. This is a story that's happened multiple times. Here's another one. He's, this guy worked on the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. He said that one time this woman came in with a huge jacket on in the summer, and she had stuffed her baby near the bottom in an attempt to look pregnant and get on the Indiana These Jones ride. terrible <laughs> parents. But I honestly buy this 100%, because you always see one parent stuck outside with the baby. I know. And you know that they're like depressed about it. But here's the thing. These people... And I'm gonna I'm gonna stereotype and say they're usually young parents because they're so desperate to take their baby to Disneyland that they can't wait till they're like two or three years old. They have to do it when they're like a newborn when they can't even enjoy it because they just want to go to Disneyland with their baby. Okay, my parents may have done that, but I, but your parents weren't young parents. No, but I feel like they're they're like really young and they just want to like that's like their idea of like parenting. Like we're gonna take the baby to Disneyland even though it's like six months old or something like that. Like, well, I mean, to be fair, like I think my brother was the baby and I was like the toddler. Well, yeah, that's different. But I've seen people there with like a newborn baby where you're like, come on, like the baby can't even enjoy it yet, right? Yeah, like, leave the baby at home. Just go to Disneyland for yourself. Yeah, have a day off from the fucking baby. Sounds great. Don't try to take a baby on fucking Space Mountain in a duffel bag. I, I, I honestly, I don't care if they took the baby to Disneyland. I care that they smuggled their child in. Right. My point was you're not going to be able to go on every ride when you go with a newborn. Yeah. Like you got to accept that you're going to fucking Toontown or like whatever, like I don't fantasy even know. Land. I don't know what rides you probably fantasy line it's rides you can world. bring a baby on because you can hold them. Like, and it's don't not- bring your baby on the Indiana Jones ride. No, and these rides are particularly like what? What are you going to do? Leave the baby on the floor in a duffel bag? Like that is so stressful. Those rides are shaky too. Yeah, like, you're not even supposed to go on them if you're pregnant. Like, no. Yeah, so this baby's barely out of your tummy. Like that got to be like shaking baby syndrome or something. I swear to God, that is like really psychotic. So this guy said his mother worked at Disneyland in the 80s and used to run the booth where you get your name sewn into the back of the Mickey Mouse hat ears. I've always like wanted to do that job. Like that seems really fun to me. I don't know why. Like if I worked at Disneyland, I like like they're in that old fashioned sewing shop. (laughs) Like (laughs) all the hats. Yeah. The the Mad Hatter shop. Yeah. Uh, and he he said that one day she got a request for these names. The names were Uday and Kuse. It turns out Saddam's two sons were visiting the park and wanted to have 
Mickey Mouse ear hat. Saddam Hussein? His sons, Uday and Kusei, went to Disneyland in the 80s and got Mickey Mouse ear hats. I mean, they must have been kind of older, too. Or like teenagers, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, that's crazy. This guy said his favorite story was when a woman came into Disneyland dressed as Snow White and was very drunk and belligerent, pretending to be Snow White and signing autographs and taking pictures with people. That's and illegal. She was, she was escorted out by the PD and caused a huge scene while she was being arrested. That's illegal at Disneyland. You're not allowed to wear a costume if you're an adult. No. Only kids are allowed to wear Only it. kids. You can do Disney bounding, which is like... Did you know about Disney bounding? Bounding? No. It's like pushing the boundary where you like dressed like in a referential way to a character. Oh. Like maybe you wear like a yellow sundress and you have a rose clip in your hair. Right. But you're not in character costume. No. Yeah. But it's like, it's like edge play for Disney adults. I see. Do so you know what I mean? It's an homage to, to like, Belle. Yeah. Okay. But, no, but you not, don't look like an official cast member. That's no, the danger. They're not in costume. Yeah. They're more referenced. I love this Snow White woman. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Snow White really let herself go. <laughs> like in my mind, she's like 70 for some reason, but maybe she was younger. Um, so here's some another crazy Space Mountain story. So this guy worked at Space Mountain. He said one time this guy was separated from his wife getting into the first row because he wasn't paying attention and the gates closed. Space Mountain has a very delicate timing system and generally we don't have enough time to reopen gates. I was trying to shout across the track and tell him that we would pull his wife out so they could be rejoined. But I guess the CM checking lap bars asked, the cast member checking lap bars asked, and she said she didn't mind and didn't want to be pulled out. So he solves the problem and I have no idea why. Was he afraid to ride alone? Was he just a dick? I always wonder. By jumping into the track like an asshole to chase after her car when the gates opened. Jeez. It's my first time that I ever had to hit the emergency stop. Can you imagine doing that at Disneyland? <laughs> that is like so insane. Jumping into the tracks. To stop his wife from going by himself by herself in the car. You like, know what? She probably could have used that ride alone. I feel like she needed some space. <laughs> some, <laughs> some space on Space Mountain. <laughs> Now, he said another time a really tall man was sitting in the back row and looked really uncomfortable. I asked him if he was sure he wanted to ride the ride as his legs were really smashed against the seat in front of him. He assured me that he did. Next thing I know, I turn around and see him climbing down one of the flights of stairs leading up to the attraction. This asshole decided he wanted to get out. And because he was so tall, the lap bar didn't go down so far to lock him into the ride. It just boggles my mind that he decided to climb out in the pitch black area where he had no idea where any stairways or walkways was and just took his chance chances that he wouldn't fall into a track and be crushed by a ride vehicle. So he got out when they go into the tunnel? Yes, yes. He, the lap bar never closed completely. And he just decided to leave instead of like and telling it like the whole thing seems like a fucking scary mess. Like, ugh. now this one's a really funny uh, Space Mountain <laughs> story. Uh, this guy says that um, he was at Space Mountain and someone had left behind an abandoned bag at the base for more than 15 minutes. So we followed normal security procedures and they brought a bomb dog out to sniff it. When our Pluto came to check the bag, he sniffed it and then sat down, which signals there is something wrong with the bag. We had to evacuate all of Tomorrowland, literally every attraction store and restaurant, and all of the cast members were standing at the entrances freaking out because now, of course, we were sure there was a bomb about to go off and we would all die. It turned out that the backpack was just forgotten and was full of carne asada burritos. (laughs) The dog sat down because he thought he was getting 
a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it full of carne asada burritos? I think people bring food into the park because they don't want to buy, they want to like save money right, right. or they don't like the food. I mean, that's smart. I do it. I've done it before. Like, cause I don't feel if I'm going to be there all day, I don't want to eat junk food. Cause the food I like there is like not the best food for you. Well, you need a little snack. Yeah. So I'll bring like healthier snacks. So I'm like eating the junk food there, but then I'll have some fruit or something like that. So I definitely brought food there. That Um, is so funny. Can you imagine? Uh, This guy said he worked at the Golden Horseshoe at Disneyland, which is actually one of the places I like to eat. They have some really good ice cream sundaes there. And I also like their chicken finger, their chicken strips. (laughs) I haven't had the chicken strips, but the last time I was there was in January. Oh, oh right. that's like the last thing I did before shutdown was I went to Disneyland. Oh. Wait, no, it was New Year's. We went on New Year's Eve, I think. Yeah, we went on New yeah. Year's Eve with, no, or did we go when it was spooky season? We went on Halloween. Oh, that's Never right. mind. Okay, so it wasn't right before shutdown. We went, la- that was the last time I was in Disneyland. It was last Halloween, but like we took, it was my little brother, Robbie. He's five years old. It was his first time ever going to Disneyland. So for him, like it was... It's fun to go with kids like that age, Dude, like three to five. He was losing his mind. He loved it so much. Like, I'm so sad. Like, I won't be able to take him again for like years probably. Yeah. Um, but we ate at the Golden Horseshoe Cafe yeah. and had ice cream there. It's a good place to cool off too. Yeah. Because it's like, it gets hot, especially in October. It's still usually warm. And it's oh, like yeah. nice and AC in there. You can kind of sit for a bit. It's uh, very like open in there. Yeah. Well, this guy worked there, and he said at the top of the stairs on the second floor, it's usually pretty empty up there when the the shows are done for the day, and there's like a couch and stuff up there. He said he went up there to check on the place and noticed a girl had her head on a guy's lap, and it was covered by a blanket. There was movement. He said, now I knew what was going on, but I didn't want to act like I did. So I said, oh, no, is she feeling all right? Do you need me to call first aid? And the look on his face was priceless as he muttered something about her just being tired. They left shortly after. So he was getting a blow job in the golden horseshoe <laughs> that is not an inconspicuous place to give give a blow job i've never been up to the second actually i have been up to the second level but i oh. rarely go up there's like a second level where there's like a few there's like a single row of tables around the balcony that must they must have had to have been like the only people up there i think so because that place is like a fucking cafe yeah, in the in the lower level, you would never be able to uh, get away with it. No, uh, definitely not. Did you know that there was something like I I know about like Gay Day, and then there's like the Goth Day. I think it has a name. I can't remember. And then Did there's you Dapper Day? Oh yeah, uh, that's right. There's also one called Nights of Joy. Do you know Nights of Joy? No. Nights of Joy is when the park is open to Christian youth groups. Oh, and apparently. It is fucking hell on earth when the Christian uh, youth groups come in. Why? Christian rock groups, according to this guy, Christian rock groups play. Um, and then the, they have extra staff on and extra security on because there is so much sex and drugs happening around yeah. every corner. <laughs> I was like, we need to go on, on Night of Joy and inv- do an investigation. Dude, let's go Doesn't on that Joy sound night. insane? He said, like, they prepare for it all year long. And if they say, if you see a bush rustling, kids are in there having sex. The bathrooms have to be checked every five minutes. And any ride that goes dark for more than three seconds will have teenagers whipping their dicks out. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> They're all doing it in the ass. Absolutely. In the bushes. That's how Christian youths do it, is they do it in the butt because they think Jesus won't like it if you do it in the pussy. 
Absolutely. That's the Mormon. It has a name. It has a few names. I can't remember what it, what it is. It's like the Mormon rule or I don't know. Now, this guy also says that one time he saw a college-age male pushing his grandmother in a wheelchair. He was so anxious to get onto a ride, he started speeding up to get to the show before a build, or sorry, it was a show before the building doors closed. And he was hauling ass, pushing his grandmother in a wheelchair right as the doors were about to shut. He didn't see that there was a rope there that was lo- like locking it up and it closed line the ground. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm hoping the grandma is okay, but I can't even imagine seeing that. Like, it's so everyone is so stressed at Disney. Like, everything is time to a T. You don't want to miss something because you're like, I need to go here and then I'm going to go to that show. Like, everything is just so tightly scheduled. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, this guy said he, if he had a dime for every idiot he saw run full speed into a closed stern style, he'd have like millions of dollars. Um, He also said, he, I mean, he just has all these, like, just so much puke. He said he's seen that people urinate into the Express Pass dispensers, which really grossed me out because I'm like a huge Fast Pass girl. Oh, I like no. love. I'm like on the Fast Pass oh, system. Too. I fucking love this. No, fast I, pass. I have the Fast Pass system down to a science. Oh, me too. So we could go together. We could go together, Desi, because we would both be so efficient about our time there. Everyone loves going with me because I'm so on the Fast Pass, and yeah. then sometimes people when they're not into my fast pass, like I'm not a dictator about it, but I know how to go on the most possible rides as possible. So why would you not let me take charge of this situation? I know (laughs) that we would be on a very similar wavelength if we ever went together, just because I know both of us know the park, like the back of our hands. Oh, I know where everything is. Like it's crazy. Like, I, I know all the back ways. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, this is a really awful story. This guy said that one day he was near a line for a ride. I think it was Space Mountain. And this little girl in front of me was complaining she had to go to the bathroom. They were in front of the line, so her parents didn't want to leave the line. They, uh, the parents were arguing with the kid, and eventually the girl squats down and shits on the ground. <laughs> she then picks up her turd and holds it up to her mom's face. <laughs> the mom proceeded to puke on <laughs> the ground. What ride was this in Space front? Mountain. Oh, no. So they didn't want to leave because they were at the front of the line and oh. they had waited so long. Because oh. that line can be brutally long if you don't have a fast pass. Right. That's like a, that can be like a two hour wait. If you don't have a, see, I don't understand why people Why don't. would you do that? Now, like, the advent of the fast pass at Disneyland, you, it's not like you have to pay for it. It's free for everybody. You just have to be able to like figure out the timing because you can only get one per like two hours. Sec- yeah, like two hours. It's just about scheduling. Yes. You just have to schedule. Yeah. Um, so this guy had seen a lot of sex. He has gone on star tours where he once saw a wife trying to give her husband a hand job with their daughter next to them. So I guess that's a dark ride. I can't go on that ride because it makes me sick. Does I, that one make you sick? I haven't been on it in like 25 years. So they would do things like make friend. He said that they made a friendly family friendly announcement. Like this is a family friendly ride to stop people from giving a hand job. <laughs> and then she would continue doing it and they kept having to give family friendly amount. First of all, I can't think of a less horny ride than Star Tours. Let me just explain what Star <laughs> Tours is for people who have never been to Disneyland. It's basically like this ride's been around <laughs> since like the early 80s and like it hasn't changed at all. It's literally the exact same ride. It's it's like Star Wars mo- motif and it's one of those like moving movie theater rides. 
Yes. We're like, I don't like those rides. They get me sick. Where you're watching something on a screen and the chairs are moving and there's like vibration and like you're basically like going through and C3PO's there being really frantic, right? We Isn't know how I there? feel. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's just like a very jerky, like frantic ride. I mean, it's not like a scary ride, but it's just like n- there, that ride is no chill. Like if you're no. going to give someone a hand job in a ride, which personally I, I'm against. Absolutely. Keep, keep it outside of Disneyland, please. Or do it at Pirates of the Caribbean. But that, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Pirates, that's a horny ride. Or Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Because you're at least there, you're in a two per car. Like It's two per car. You're separated from every... Haunted Mansion is the best case scenario of doing something right. wrong. You just got to hope your chair doesn't flip at the wrong moment. Right. <laughs> But it's dark in there. And, and it's kind of long enough to get there, probably. It's also not a fast ride. It's just very slow. Yeah. Um, now, this one made me laugh because it's involving Autotopia, which is kind Autopia? of Autopia. So that's kind of like a boring ride. I never go out. Do they still have Autopia? I don't think so. That's just like you drive the go-kart. It's like, like you drive the go-kart, but it doesn't. you really aren't even doing that much driving. It's no. like on a track. It's on a track. Uh, you can't go fast or anything. Uh, so this guy... <laughs> said that um, he was working on Autopia. He said all of a sudden a guy just got out of the car and started walking towards the exit stairs. So this is a track. It's not None of the cars are going fast, but he literally just got out of a car, the car, walked to the emergency exit, exit. At some point, he stops for a second, and a piece of poop just plopped out of his cargo shorts, <laughs> and he just kept walking. LAUGHTER That's got to be a really low moment, (laughs) don't you think? Like you're wearing cargo shorts already. It's like you have so many pockets just right there. (laughs) How did a piece of poop just fall out of his... He must have had something. Maybe he was going, what is it called? Cargo? Or no, um, commando. commando. Maybe he didn't have underwear on because it's hot there. Well, he could have had loose underwear on. I don't know, but there's just something so... I can visualize a poop ball falling out of cargo shorts so easily. I don't know what that says Why? about me. <laughs> Why? I feel like there's a bathroom close to there. He must have... Look, I think the food is so crappy there. Maybe people just get stomach problems, apparently, because there's a lot of shit stories. Like, I had to stop myself. I'm surprised because I feel like the food at Disneyland is very binding. Like, I feel like it's very... Like, const- like makes you constipated. Right. I don't know. I mean, every... I don't have super bad stomach issues. Like there's very few times where I'll eat something and have like a problem. Right. Uh, so I don't know. I guess everyone has their own thing. <laughs> but I, I just like, I, I was like, I thought when I started reading the story, I was like, oh yeah, Autopia is really boring. I would have probably just left. I always want to leave those kind of rides too, where it's like, ugh. So he, and they're always the longest ones yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's too long. Do you remember the submarine ride? The, the, um, the Jules Verne it was like 20,000 leagues under the sea and now it's Finding Nemo yeah I hate that ride but I remember I haven't been I went on it in like the early 90s the last time I did when it was like 20,000 leagues under the sea I get too claustrophobic on that ride it's way too like tight for me I probably would not be able to go on it today because I am claustrophobic I don't know I'm claustrophobic until I went on a ride like like until I get into certain situations. Oh, totally. Like, and when I went on that Finding Nemo ride, literally my internal monologue was the whole time was just like, just like keep keep still, like yeah. keep calm. You'll be okay. Because there's like no way of getting off once you go on. Yeah, And no. it's not like I'm in a full-blown panic attack, but I literally had to talk myself down the right. whole ride because I was like, I, it's almost over. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't think 
a real I would never go on a real submarine either. That sounds like hell. I don't either, but I feel like the ride version of of submarine doesn't have to be so authentic that it's actually cramped as well. Like it should yeah. be more open, I think. Like right. and we could still get the idea that we're fakely underwater or something like Right. I don't know. I was in misery the whole ride. I hated it. Okay. So my last story uh, is this guy was working at Disneyland his freshman year of college. Uh, He was a day custodian and his area was New Orleans Square at Disneyland. Now, one time he is working by the Haunted Mansion. He gets a security office for a code S. Now, he had never heard that code before. And as Rachel mentioned, they have various codes. At the time this guy was working, code U meant urine, code V meant vomit, and code H meant feces. The H is because usually it's the horses on Main Street that shit as they walk and clean up and you need to sweep it up. I was like, H. I know. I was like, they probably don't want code F because it sounds dirty, but no, wait, it actually uh, has. Code, sorry, wait, I'm code sorry. Code F. For feces. I guess you could do code S. Yeah. shit oh, or they don't say P. shit there but yeah okay code p for but that might sound like urine right <laughs> so yeah we're, we're trying to get into the mind of disneyland's like puritanical way of doing things but he'd never heard code s so his lead custodian said grab some towels and gloves and come with me Uh-oh. he's like this is very mysterious when they got into the um secure like into the house they talked to the security lead and they said where's where's it at uh, and the security guides, while trying to remain very stern, informed us that we're looking for what we're looking for will be this guy. They point on a monitor and just one that like right there. I guess they have a monitor of every. This is one thing I learned at Disneyland. There's cameras everywhere on every ride. These people are watching us everywhere. So if you think you're jerking off your boyfriend, someone is fucking watching you on camera. Like you're not getting away with it. And they have like the cameras where it can see in the dark. Can, a hand of God. I mean, I, 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 will, I will testify to this because on Pirates of the Caribbean, I got scolded once when I was 19. Oh, really? Yes. What were you doing? Being an idiot, I with my disposable camera, making my friend take zany pictures of me with my legs. Oh, so you were just like goofing off. I was just being an idiot. Yeah. Um, so finally, one of the cars comes around the curve and spins toward the camera. So they're watching these kids on the ride. The Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion. So you know how the rides will just... We just mentioned that. The cars will kind of spin around at some point. While they're they're watching this, they see the car spin around. And on it is a young couple of teenagers in high school, both and giving each other... Um, so it's two guys giving each other hand jobs yeah. on this ride. <laughs> It turns out that the S in code S stands for semen. (laughs) So the security stops the ride in front of one of the hidden access doors, opens it up, and my... Uh, my lead shines his light on them. Their hand hands them pro t- um, paper towels and goes, wipe yourself off and come with me, please. So they got kicked off the ride. The look of horror on their face is one of the best and simultaneously saddest things I've ever seen. Looking back, I'm pretty sure allowing us to see what was on the monitors might've been illegal. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, was that legal for us to see teenagers oh, jerking they off? Were teenagers. Yeah, he was like, I got freaked out by the fact that I saw something like that on oh, camera. But no. it's not the same as like downloading, obviously, and stuff like that. Oh my God, that's awful. So he said a word of advice. Um, he's like, it is absolutely unfathomable how many cameras there are at Disneyland. Every inch of it is pretty much on video. And there was security staff of four or more people on every ride watching every monitor eight hours a day. Uh, even the sucky ones. Remember the next time you you want to whip out your dick <laughs> on one of these dark rides. So we take it back. Haunted Mansion. 
Still not a good place to get it's, jerked off. It's not a good place unless you don't mind security watching. <laughs> but they also might stop you. That's true. Because that I, would be embarrassing. That would be embarrassing. And you know what? That was the one time I've ever done something like bad at Disneyland was when I got scolded for sticking my legs out of the boat. I don't know. I mean, the worst things I've done at Disneyland is smoke pot. I snuck it. Wow, Desi. That's like my worst thing I did. But I could have gotten kicked out for that probably if yeah, I got busted. Probably. Um, and then, yeah, I don't think I really did anything other than that. That was before they had alcohol. Now I can just walk over to California Adventure and get like a beer or something. Right. Because it is a place you kind of, it's nice to have a little drink. A little drinky drinky. <laughs> Desi <laughs> to get needs, you through the day. Desi needy drinky. I needy drinky. Poo, poo, poo. What was that tweet? Oh God, it's so irritating. Uh, I did get really drunk. Because I was there at like 10 a.m. and it was really hot, and I was like, I'll have a beer. <laughs> I got so wasted because it was really high, like alcohol content beer at this German place in California Adventure, and I was like an empty stomach. And I went on Tower of Terror, where oh. it was like Guardians of the Galaxy at that point, oh, and I no. was like so ill. Oh. I was like, what have I done? I have to be here for like 10 more hours. <laughs> I fucking got drunk in the first 10 minutes somehow. <laughs> oh boy. Dude, I've never, I've never been high or drunk at Disneyland. Uh, yeah, it would be way easier now with edibles too. Right. I haven't done that yet, but I will. Maybe when we go. <laughs> when we go, you can. And, oh, I, yeah. and I will document it and Desi will tweet insane things. <laughs> Absolutely. You got to tweet insane things at Disneyland. It's, it's a remarkable setting. I really miss Disneyland. Yeah, me too. So that's my stories. Desi. There's thousands more. That was so great. We Maybe can do more. Ups. We'll do we'll do more episodes. Of There's that so one many day. good ones. It's like it's fun reading them all. You can just search Reddit. There's like a b- ton of boards all over the map, and there's haunty haunted ones too. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Disney cast members, we salute you. It's a hard job. I mean, really, it is a hard job, and they do such a fantastic job. I mean, there's so many little... I tried to pick more longer stories, but there were so many little, like, incidents. Like, one time I saw Snow White and Cinderella making out backstage. One time Mary Poppins was walking around with her top off backstage. (laughs) Like, so there's all these, like, weird just characters being, like, more lewd than, like, their innocent little princess selves backstage. So that's pretty funny stuff, too. I honestly, like told my parents when I was like a total burnout in high school, they're like, what's your plan? You know, do you have a plan for your life? And like one of the lies I told was that I was going (laughs) to, but I really thought like I could do it. But one of the lies I told is like, well, I'm going to be Tinkerbell at Disneyland, obviously. (laughs) But that was like my dream job for a minute. You could be because Tinkerbell's a cunt. Well, like she's I, a little bit of a bitch. No, she is a cunt, but I also look like Tinkerbell. Like, we have a very similar... Like, we never lost our baby fat on our face. Right. I mean, yeah. Not to brag, but no. I think I look like Tinkerbell. <laughs> I look like Tinkerbell. And at that time... That's, look, that's a sentence I never <laughs> I hear out of your mouth. <laughs> Not to brag, but I look like Tinkerbell. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, I, I could have been Tinkerbell. In a different time... And year, we could have been Tinkerbell in The Little Mermaid, <laughs> wreaking havoc in the tunnels under Disneyland where the cast members have to, to work and like go scurry around. Can you imagine? That would I would love, hard. that would be so fun to work at Disneyland. I mean, I'm sure it's awful in many ways, yeah. but like if you just had like a summer there, yeah. it would, you'd get some good stories at least, even if it was hell while you were doing it. Right. I mean, well, yeah, that was like working at the Renaissance Fair was like, I got paid nothing, but it was super fun. Yeah. 
No, I never had a job like that. And it sounds really fun. Like when I interviewed the guy from Action Park, like just to hear how insane it was. Because you see so much shit at yeah. those places when yeah. you're working at like an, a, that kind of like attraction. Well, you see so much shit when you go for one day. Imagine just being there day after day. Dude. Like it's just compounded seeing tons of shit. Like there was just so many... <laughs> This one guy said that he got confronted by a, like a little boy that was like a hum- like a real life version of Cartman. <laughs> and then he was like hitting him. He was like on a rascal or something like that. It was just like running after him and hitting him. I was just like, just like those little things all day long. It just must be such an exhausting job. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's fun after high school to work yeah. at Disneyland. Yeah. It seems fucking fun. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Those are the stories I have for today. Great. Do you have any recommendations? Um, well, yeah, I'm still watching Criminal Minds. I'm on season three now, and it's just really enjoyable for me. Um, I honestly, that's all I can like tolerate right now. Yeah, I started watching um, 90 Day Fiance season six. So happy. I haven't watched any of the other seasons. <laughs> I just skipped to this one because I, I got so tired of all of you guys talking about Colty. I had to finally see who Colty was. So I just started watching it uh, a few days ago. It's such a good season. Like, Desi's, you've seen, like, before the 90 days before. You watched, like, one season of that, right? I think I watched a few seasons of that, yeah. Yeah. So Desi's seen, like, season... Well, I know you didn't see season three, so you probably just saw season one and two of before. How many before are there? There's only three. Okay. So I didn't see the last one because it wasn't on Hulu. Or maybe there's four now. But I know you didn't see three or four. Yeah. If they weren't on... There was one that wasn't on Hulu yet. Yeah. I think I saw the first two seasons of before. But you've never seen, like, a Ridge 90 Day Fiance, even though, honestly, it's, like, the same show. But, um, like, it really is the same show. It's just different. It's slightly different. It's slightly different circumstances for the cast members. Right. So Desi started season six of 90 Day Fiance, and this is the season where we meet Colt and Larissa, who are integral cast members of the 90 Day Fiance franchise. Yes. Like, they appear in several more... Um, seasons of the show. They're like mainstays. Yeah. Like there are certain characters I know that just stay around through different variations of the show. Like Paul and Karini. Yes. Darcy. Right. And all of her various boyfriends. I'm watching also the other show I'm watching besides 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After and 90 Day Fiance The Other Way. Darcy Silva of Before the 90 Days got her own spinoff with her twin sister. Oh, I saw that you guys were talking about Darcy it. and Stacy. And Darcy <laughs> has a new boyfriend. He's Bulgarian. And of course, he's younger than her. Okay. So, look. She's well, a you know, she's a cooker. You know what? I support Darcy 100%. I love Darcy. I love and support this woman. She made a cameo for me one time. It was a really good oh, cameo. Right. Um, so please don't talk trash about Darcy in my presence. <laughs> Because I will get upset. <laughs> yeah, I'm only interested in the seasons that you guys 
have the characters you talk about a lot. Yeah. So season six, definitely. I mean, there's just so many good, like Azuelu and Kalani. Yeah. I like a few you, of the couples. You, Irony listeners and at board. home, you should watch it. I know we have a lot of listeners who watch 90 Day yeah. Fiance. No, it's, it's definitely good. This week was really uh, stressful for me. Same. Because I had to write a main and a mystery which is just like two grueling back to back main episodes. That was that was me a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, so it was like an hour long, two hour long shows, which is like a lot. How did a we, lot of work? How did that happen? Because that happened to me like <laughs> because we waited to the last minute. I mean, so yeah. it's like it's my own fault for right. waiting to the last minute. Right. But sometimes you're just not thinking, and then I had other work I had to do. So writing for three straight days, like literally nine a.m. <laughs> To like the end of the day, I just was so exhausted. It was like the perfect opportunity for me to start some dumb reality stuff where I didn't have to really pay attention. I could just lie there and like completely be zoned out watching something that didn't take a lot of brain power. (laughs) Like my brain was mush. So it was like the perfect time. I was like, I'm going to watch this finally. I think you tweeted something about Colty or maybe. And I was like, oh, I'm going to finally fucking look at this. So it's, it was like the yeah. perfect opportunity for me I'm, to do it. I'm really happy because I really want to, like, there's so much I want to talk to you about these characters. It was funny watching it because I, obviously I follow you and like Melissa and Allie and Kara and you guys are always talking about it. So I always see your conversations and I never can. It was like you and Andy with Bosch. <laughs> it's like, there's something really frustrating when you're not like, I tried to watch Bosch and I just couldn't. And then you guys oh, yeah. were so far ahead of me. I was like, ah, fuck it. I don't even want well, to. Well, no, I'm not watching Bosch. Yeah. So it was like, I... It was, it's nice to finally see. I was like, I like, I texted Rachel. I was like, I saw the croissant. <laughs> like, I remember all the things you guys would Yay. like post pictures of. I'm so, so happy. So it's nice to kind of like be like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm <laughs> yeah. so glad. Um, so that's my only new thing uh, that I'm watching. Um, Yeah. I mean, look, like I'm keeping things real low key right now. I had a really awful week this week. Um, it was no, no bueno, but the past like two days have been remarkably better. I don't know why I'm getting so like personal right now. This is like, <laughs> usually I only talk like this on our Patreon episodes. Right. Come on. <laughs> I had a really tough time. Save it week. for the paying customers. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. I feel and we like- just haven't been doing much. You're just like getting through it. You know what? I'm getting through it right now. Getting through it with Rachel Fisher—that's <laughs> the name of your like reality show. That's the name of my unhinged reality show about <laughs> me moving through grief, going through grief during a pandemic. I would watch a show called Getting Through. It, Getting sounds, through it. it sounds like a '90s era like morning show, yep. like those ones where women were like trying to get rid of their baggage. Yep. <laughs> you know what? I'm just grieving in the middle of a pandemic. Just trying to get through it. Yeah. Just trying to put out a podcast, Desi. Absolutely. Just trying to get through it. Did you eat anything other than what we had today? Well. Or when we get together, we obviously eat a lot of food. <laughs> I have to come. Like, the only way Rachel eats is if I'm here. It's so true. <laughs> it's true. Because my eating has become very like, look, I'm doing grief eating right now. Oh, I brought Rachel really good Chinese food. <gasps> the last. Yeah. The last um, main. That was really that good. That was really good. Uh, and then we had Trejos. We had tonight. Trejos tacos tonight. And that was good. And I really wanted to um, have Danny Trejos tacos because Brendan got me a cameo this week. From he surprised Danny. me with a cameo from Danny Trejo. And Danny Trejo told me on the cameo that he was very sorry for um, the death in my family. <laughs> 
It was really cute. It was really <laughs> sweet. And look, I have met Danny Trejo before. He's literally one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. I've only heard that about him. He's like, like I've met him a couple times. He's the nicest person ever. And he won't, he doesn't forget a face too. Oh yeah. He, and he has really good food. And he makes great food. Like I like going to his restaurants because I know he's nice and I love the donuts and the tacos. Like his donuts, some of the best donuts in LA. Ugh, remember we were trying to get the Girl Scout cookie donut? But they were all sold out. Next next season we yeah. have to get that Samoa donut. It's yeah. like imperative. It's imperative. Um yeah. So that was pretty exciting. Um, I mean, I think Cameo is fun. We should do Cameo. I was thinking that should we would people buy Cameos from us? At reply us on Twitter if you would like us to join Cameo. Because <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do a Cameo. I think it would be fun to I do Cameo. I would sign up for that. I mean, Me we too. Could, we could just make sure we like have like a little bit of mascara on before we do it. Or good lighting. I just need good lighting. Yeah. I think. We'll just smush our faces together. <laughs> if I do say so much. No, I mean, I, I don't mind not having a ton of makeup on, but if the lighting is bad, then you're no, in trouble. No, we'll have good lighting. Yeah. You know what we'll do is we'll always turn on the, my neon light. Oh, wait, we need one of those O-rings. No, I'm saying we'll turn on my pink neon light because it oh. makes the whole room like red and pink. Okay, that sounds good. It's just like very sexy lighting. Okay, I like it. If you guys want- We'll look like we're in like the red light district. Yeah, yeah. if you want like a really sleazy cameo from me and Desi at Reply, us if you if that's something you would buy because we'll set up an account yeah i think it would be fun we'll wish you happy birthday <laughs> we'll say sorry for your love yeah i'm sure you would want that from us dude you know i you know what that would be bad because if someone was like will you please send condolences to my partner they lost their cat i would immediately start crying i'd have to do that one and that probably you wouldn't would be good <laughs> you would have to do that one because i would just be like i lost my cat too you would make it all about you I would start sobbing. So maybe, One thing I need to know about cameos, do they just like wing it? <laughs> or do they write something? Like, I guess you could either or. You get like the message from the person. Like, right. You write a message to them. So Brendan just said to him, hey, my girlfriend had a loss in the family. Can you send her a message telling her yeah. she'll be okay? Probably. That's so they just said. give a, you give them a basic thing and then they do a, like a minute long whatever. When I was doing my 90 Day Fiance podcast with Allie and Melissa, uh, we got a cameo from Paul from 90 Day Fiance and Karini. And it I was remember. like 10 minutes long. So like, it's really up to them. Usually they're like a minute long. No, this one was like at least 10 or 15 minutes long. Were they expensive? I don't think they were that. I think it was like 50 bucks. Okay. That's like a high cameo, I think, though. I don't remember. Maybe Darcy was 50. I looked. I, I don't. Looked. I mean, I don't think it's high for someone because they're actually kind of famous. But I think I, there's a lot of people who are like literally like 15 or $20. No, we'll be like $20 maximum. I think so. Come on. We're not famous. No. We'll charge you like $20 I think maximum. that's like the minimum, like 15 and 20 or something. That's what we'll yeah. do. Yeah. We, we recognize we're not worth it. <laughs> Don't worry about us. Hey, we don't have inflated heads. We are under no illusions here <laughs> at Hollywood Crime Scene Incorporated. Dumb Bitch Media. You know what? Oh, that wasn't, that's actually a Dumb company. Dumb Bitch Media is actually a podcast. Oh, see, that's unfair. We should have fucking... But they follow us. Oh, they do? I don't know if they listen to the show. We should do a crossover with Dumb Bitch Media. I'm just mad we didn't nail that name down years I, ago. You know what? I know. I've never listened to their show before, so I have no idea, but I, I'm mutuals with... One of the women on that show. Like, I don't know. I've never listened to the show, but I really, I like, obviously. I like the media. I like the name. I obviously followed them back because I was like, I relate to this. Yeah, it sounds good. 
Uh, okay. Well, all then right. that's all we have. Yeah. Dumb Bitch Media. If you hit us up, let's do a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even listened to your show yet. I'm sure it's great. Bye. Bye. <laughs>